Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I felt like I, I missed out on a lot. I didn't see my friends or, or anything like that. I was just, I was working. I was like, I felt like a 33 year old man at like 16. Hang on, I'm almost 33. Don't even say it like yeah. it's a bad thing. No, I'm saying, but that's, that's no place for a 16 year old and you know that. <laughs> Welcome to the Rhythm of Life with me, Otimabuse, the podcast where we talk all things about success. What gets some of my favorite celebrities talking? What inspires them? What moves them? And what makes them tick? My next guest is an incredible presenter and honestly, probably the sweetest man I know. It's amazing, Roman Kemp. I'm very well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. What a nice name for a podcast. Thank you. I'm going to ask you, obviously, I feel like everybody's asked you this question, and this is the first question everybody asks you. <laughs> what was it like growing up with parents <laughs> that are well-known? <laughs> um, Do you get bored of that question? Do you go, oh, gosh, here we go, stuck answer? <laughs> no, because, I mean, it's interesting, you know, it, it, it's interesting and it's understandably interesting. I think um, the, the honest answer is, I don't know because I don't know anything else. Yeah. You know, I don't know any different. I don't know what it's like to go out with my parents and not have someone come over and ask my dad for a photo or or, or say to my mum how much they used to love them back in the 80s or, or stuff like that. Like, you know, like I, I've kind of grown up being the person who holds the camera for fans to take photos and stuff. Um yeah, I guess the abnormalities are just like, you know, they're, they're normal. Like, I know that when I was a kid, I never... Well, I couldn't just go to the shops with my dad. Mm. I like, we, you know, we never really did that. And if we ever did, it would be like, he'd need, you know, a hat and, like, his hat Glasses. low and all that type of stuff. But, like, you know, because you got to remember, when I was growing up, my, my dad was at the height of, like, kind of EastEnders. Like, he was, like, massive in EastEnders at the time. Big storylines, all those types of things. So... It was really famous when I was a kid. So it was it was odd. And, you know, going to schools and stuff was was the strangest one because the second you join a new school, everyone already has a prejudgment of, yeah, of, of what you're going to be like. And but that's normal, yeah. you know, and, 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 and the thing was, is that it never, never, it's never hindered me or, or got me in a place where I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't have like, you know, yeah. I don't want to be associated with famous parents. Never. It's, it's always been something that I've always completely understood. Was there know? ever like a conversation to, to say, this is how you don't act. This is how you do act. We are famous. Uh, you might, <laughs> but people are watching you. No. Uh, I mean, obviously like you kind of pick things up in terms of like, you, you recognize that, Okay, um, you know my my dad is is uh, annoyingly like I can't find anyone that slags him off. He's you know, so I, I nice, can't. your dad. He's but exactly so he's nice. so nice. So so I, you know and and he's also you know he he and my mum are, are my best mates. So for me it was always why would I want to do anything that would 
you know make them look bad yeah and 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 i think um you know you you see how nice it is to have people talk nicely about about someone and and you're like you know i think that's the most inspirational be like oh i wish i was that person yeah. that when they leave the room everyone goes wow he's so nice do you know what i mean yeah so I mean I'm still still got a long way to go. But <laughs> <laughs> you got think, years. Your dad's got years on yeah. you. No, I yeah, exactly. That. So so that that's that's I think um it was never it was never like, oh, you know, be careful and all those types of things. Like obviously, you know, it goes with the territory mm. that you have to be careful in some way, but but it's it's a responsibility, you know. And you have you have a sister, right? With a very interesting yes. name. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so Harley Moon is her Harley name. Moon. It's 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 one word. Basically, I think my parents were the pretentious parents before everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like now, like every celeb kid is like called Apple. something. Oh, no, no. Yeah, ridiculous. And, and you're like, and everyone's like, what? Like, I think my parents were the first like pretentious celebs to <laughs> to do that. My honest answer is, I think my mum had obviously just given birth yeah. and was very much whacked out of it. <laughs> and my mum my said it was a full moon when Harley was born. And so she, they, they wrote down on the birth certificate, Harley Moon. <laughs> so, I mean, look, it was the 80s. My dad was probably, you know, enjoying himself a lot. <laughs> like, you know, it's out like, and about. Yeah, right. My mum had just given birth. Yeah, and then like... The story behind my name is, is a bit different because with me it was... Um, my parents were living in LA at the time, mm-hmm. and my auntie at the time was a, was a lady called uh, Sadie Frost. Is a lady called Sadie Frost. She was doing a movie out in LA with uh, Francis Ford Coppola, who is the big director, um, did all sorts, mm-hmm. right? And while she was doing the movie, she said that oh, uh, Francis's son comes onto the set quite a lot, and his name is Roman. I think my dad was just like sick, like that, still that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Just like that? Yeah. There, there's no, like... Backstory, no. Roman no. Caesar. We want him to be great. We want... We see great things for him. Nothing. No, no, no. Just just, just stole it <laughs> off some, some famous person. Now, knowing yeah. that your parents are musicians, music has always been a part of your life. When did you start playing? Um, When me and my sister, since we were born, mm. my mum's been obsessed with us writing music and making our own songs writing yeah 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 that's amazing because yeah. i mean look I, I was i was fortunate enough to be surrounded by two unbelievable songwriters you know in george michael and and also in um my uncle gary yeah you know like sometimes i have to check and say you know gary still is you know the writer of one of the greatest if not the greatest yes. love songs of all time in true you know and and so I think my my mum and dad were always just like, look, writing is is where it's at. Look yeah. at look at look at the size of Gary's house, <laughs> you know. So so get 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 writing. So I guess it's always kind of been there, you know. I, I, my dad really wanted me to play guitar and and bass, and so he taught me when I was about probably like eight years old. Yeah. And it was nice, you know. It was a nice kind of like I, I it was just me and my dad that that kind of did it. I never did the whole guitar lessons type situation. Um, but music's such a massive part of of my family. Like it's nonstop. Like I'll be totally honest with you. Like if I go and stay with my parents, like if I go to my parents' house, I feel like the roles get reversed quite a lot because growing up, I I have always been the kid shouting down to my mum and dad, going, "Can you turn the music off?" 
Like, really? because it's so loud. Really? <laughs> And what yeah. kind of music do you guys play? Is it like Christmas uh, music? It ranges, no matter, like, like literally it can be, it, it would be whatever, like one day it will be rock, hot, like hard rock, rock music, or it will be like, you know, Alanis Morissette in the morning, it will be like old school, like swing music oh or, or old school Frank Sinatra or like, you know, sometimes I catch, I catch my mum, uh, my mum playing Eminem or Kanye West or, or like that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom always, my mom actually got me into to rap music. To be honest, your mom got you into rap music. So what's her favorite? What's her favorite all time rap song? <laughs> I think Eminem, Eminem, because because yeah, the 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 first the first album that she bought me was um was the the Marshall Mathers LP. Oh my god, I was about no. seven. Yeah, uh, but but the reason she did it because I remember like a lot of um other parents at the schools and and things like that and and um and some of the teachers would always say to my parents and say your kids know too much like too young like like in terms of like oh they're, they're aware of things you know it wasn't that I was using anything in a bad yeah. way or saying anything bad but they just were presuming that I knew too much and you know my mum wanted me you know she she would play you know Eminem in the car and artists like Alanis Morissette mm-hmm. and those types of guys and she would say you know I'm not I'm not playing this so that you can swear and whatever she would say look listen how he's taken a really bad situation in his life and he has turned it into something and is vocalizing it uh, sharing you know i i honestly think that um from those moments in my life from sitting in the car listening to those songs with my mom it's one of the reasons why she helped me kind of open up quite a lot emotionally mm-hmm. with her because you know it was i was listening to to people's kind of problems yeah. you know and, and hearing them put it in a good way and, and use it for good you know so so that was the main reason she wanted to do it so I've always been uh, very grateful for that how do you think your childhood years shaped you as a teenager yeah quite I think uh, I, again I think I, I, I always felt I was ready to leave school throughout mm. it I think uh, I was uh, I was always ready to jump ship and, yeah. and just go Work. like I left school when I was 15 16 um and i i i just i was so ready to 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 get out and and just kind of do my own thing mm. me and my sis my sister's always been really independent and so i think i kind of always vibed off her that i knew that when i was kind of like that age i was like right i've got to go out there i've got to go and do my own thing but you know in, in my in my in my teens i guess it was um that was go time in terms of like kind of discovering who you are and mm-hmm. I get you know that still happens now yeah like, you know even, even at our age you know we're still kind of discovering who we are and and those types of things but I, I've just been very fortunate because I think I think you know that the level of kind of respect and, and the level of conversation that I've had with my parents from growing up from being a kid through a teenager through to now mm-hmm. it's never really changed wow and so now you 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 play music, you have these awesome parents. Where does the football come in then? Because you did soccer, <laughs> didn't you? Didn't yeah, I mean, football is a is a huge, huge part of my life, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing a boot because of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm wearing I'm wearing a, an ankle brace boot because of it. But yeah, football is a massive part of my life. I think, you know what, it was... Um, it, it all kind of stemmed because I think I was at the perfect age for... Um, the 98 World Cup when I was How a kid. How old were you then? Uh, I would have been five 
but but like I was I was it was like perfect in the sense okay. of like you know like at that age that's when you first start to kind of recognize what's going on around you people are getting excited for a match those types of things and I, I remember like watching Michael Owen and and being obsessed with Michael Owen and going wow you know what an amazing player like I want to get I, I remember saying to my dad I was like I was like dad I want I want to get a, a Liverpool shirt with with Owen on the back and I've never seen you know I still remember my dad I still remember where I was stood really? when when my dad said to me I was in my room and what I was looking at when my dad was saying to me you're not allowed to buy a Liverpool shirt and he was like it's like no no the nicest man in the world said no yeah 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 it's the only time he's been like controlling of my life <laughs> but I'm but like he and, and I remember he said to me he was like no and, and he goes and I was you know I really wanted this to kind of watch Michael Owen play for Liverpool and and he just said no and he was like um he was like look next weekend we're gonna go we're gonna go and watch Arsenal and my mum was like, no, he's too young, all this type of thing. And, and uh, my dad took me at, at five to go, to go and watch Arsenal. And, and he, he put me on his shoulders and we watched the, um, the team bus go around Islington. With, we, had, we had won the double that year, so they're parading the cups. And my dad was like, that's your team. We're winners. Like, that, that's it. Like, he was like, he was like you don't, don't, you're not going anywhere else. He was like, this is you for the rest of your life. I mean, I hate him for it now, obviously. <laughs> But because we're rubbish, but, yeah. but um, back in the uh, day, you know, that, that was it. Yeah, and and you know, like it, listen, football was a massive part. Like it, it brought me kind of closer to to my dad. It brought me closer to to you know my granddad as well when he was alive. You know, after every Arsenal game, I would go to back in the kitchen and go on the phone, and my granddad would be there. You know, talking to me about the game yeah. and, and how he saw it play out, etc., 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 and then. Yeah, you know, they're, they're lovely memories. You know, if, if you can, you know, that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to as a dad is one of the main things I'm looking forward to is, is being able to take my kids to the football. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I will be my kids' football coach. Gosh. 100%. How many kids do you want? Uh, I don't know. Just, I, I don't, to be honest, I don't care. You know, you just, you just, all I ever think about is you just want healthy kids. Yeah. You know, that, that's it. You know, you want healthy, happy kids and, and that's it. So, you know, if it's one or if it's no more than four, no definitely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Your own football team. Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. No, but you know, th th for me, it's it's. I, I had such an amazing childhood. Put it this way: I had, I had mm. such an amazing childhood. Yeah. That that's the thing that excites me the most for me to give be able to give that to someone else. Wow. Yeah, I love that. So, where where was your first job? Because I feel like that's going to be something that's completely off from music to football. Yeah. Well, I mean, I technically, I mean, technically, it was in music. Uh, technically, it was it was in music because when I when I left school, I, I left because I was given the opportunity to work with um, Universal Music. Mm. And uh, from school and already. Go yeah, on, yeah, yeah. So I, I was doing like Saturdays and and kind of like working with a, a music management company, just trying to do something. What were you doing? And like making teas and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like not like. You can give it a proper yeah, yeah, name, yeah. intern. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to give a bad name to interns. To be fair, like, like you know, I, I, I don't even know if you can call it that. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I was one of those, and and then, um, and then it, it kind of just snowballed a little bit in terms of that. Then they were like, oh look, you know, you you can play guitar. You understand mm -hmm. a little bit about music. Um, would do you want to do like a development deal? And I and I ended up signing a, a a record deal, like a development deal with Universal when I was sixteen. Oh god! I was still at school at the time, 
So I just, yeah, I was 15 when I signed it. And then, uh, so I was essentially in and out of school throughout that last year. Um, and I did it for like two and a half, three years. And the deal was for? So it was, it's on a development deal. Mm. So which is basically like, it's like a 360 deal is what they, they call it. Okay. And, it and they basically own you. All right. And, um, and they, you can, you will do whatever they want. And it's like, you will go into writing sessions with different artists or bands. If they say to you, oh, would you like to be a part of this project? You go in a band mm -hmm. or like, or, or you go into like, uh, play live for this person. It's like a, utility man for a record label yeah you have to be able to do uh, everything did you actually go into a band yeah we i had i had a band called paradise point <laughs> yeah what a name um very questionable hairstyles but that was that was the, that was the thing at the time i was i was hot stuff at the time and uh and do you know what i loved it though because it, it gave me you know it gave me like from the age of 16 it, you know I was on stage, you know, performing in front of yeah. different types of people and, and going into big meetings and with heads of record labels. And, and that kind of, I guess, prepared me for where I am now because you, you don't, I don't worry anymore about those types of situations. You know, like the same with you, like in the sense of like, if, you, if you're, you know, doing, doing what you enjoy and you've been doing it for a long time in front of people, you kind of, you do lose those nerves. Yeah. As much as you get nervous, it's more of like an exciting yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Know? And I think that, you know, when... When it, when it all kind of came to a head, I just basically realised that like the music industry is no, it isn't a place for a, for a teenager no. to to be working. Nah, it, there's there's so it's it's an adult's job, you know, like it, it's an adult's job. What do you mean? In the sense of, well, like there's pressurised situations. There's a lot of expectation on the social aspect mm -hmm. of it, you know. And I'm a kid, yeah. like you know, at the time I'm 17 years old, like you know, living in London and, and all those types of stuff and. It just wasn't, you know, that kind of like, that was when my introduction to like party life. Yeah. When I was like 16, 17, 18. And it got to a point where I just, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. And I remember just saying to my mum, I was like, I, I, I can't do it anymore. Like I have to leave. And she was like, then leave. And, and so I left and I rebelled a little bit. And I, and I said, um, I said to myself, I'm not, I don't want anything to do with famous people i don't want anything to do with like media and that i just yeah. want to get a normal job I, I, I don't want any of that but but what are the pressures that you feel and how do you feel them in when i was in music yeah oh like there's a lot of pressure in terms of like like when it comes to music you've got kids that are like you know you're expected to write music and sing about music and they're all about personal things to you mm. and then you're supposed to deliver that to a boss or a head of label, and they tell you if it's good or not. Yeah, all right. And you're like, at the end of the day, like... It's your truth. It's not down to you if it's good. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's not. And and you just kind of end up going, I don't care. Like, I, I didn't... I, I don't care, like, if, you know... I, I don't want that. I don't want that pressure mm. at that age. And, and also, it was like, you know, it is that thing of late nights, go out, partying, doing things that you shouldn't be doing at that age. Yeah. You know, and... and I just didn't enjoy it. You know, I wanted to go back. I wanted to, to be honest, I wanted to go back home. I wanted to live with my parents again. And, and I just kind of, I felt like I, I missed out on a lot, like in terms of, you know, I, I didn't see my friends or, or anything like that. I was just, I was working. I was like, I felt like a 33 year old man at like 16. Hang on, I'm almost 33. Don't even say it like yeah. it's a bad thing. No, I'm saying, but that's, that's no place for a 16 year old. And you know that. <laughs> 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. There's no place for a 16 year old. So that's why, you know, for me, it was, it was, um, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't right. If I had had that job now, then yeah, fantastic. You know, because, because you kind of had that independence to, to make the right decisions. But, um, yeah, I, I just didn't like it. So I, I left and I went to, um, I, I just signed up for the first job that I found and I, and I worked in, in my local, like, leisure centre. Doing what? Uh, well, I mean, I had taken all the qualifications to be a PT and, and all those types of things. But to be totally honest, all you ended up doing in a leisure centre in the middle of Hertfordshire was cleaning toilets and cleaning the machines. It was so good because there was a moment there that when I was working there and I remember I came out and I was driving home and I had my Vauxhall Corsa and I was driving home when I was like 19, 20, maybe 20. And, and I said, and I went to Tesco and um, my card got declined on a meal deal. And I remember what Tesco it was and, and, and doing it twice and looking at the, um, the receipt, you know, and they give it back to show you that it's been declined. And I was just like, no, excuse my French, but fuck this. I can't, I can't, I can't, like, I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Like, like I'm not, I can't do that. Like I said, I've got to sort myself out here. Like this isn't, this isn't for me. You know, it was, it was dead end. Yeah. I was just like, it's not, it's not, it's not fun enough. So I, um, I kind of jeeped myself up, learned off my parents how to edit a video and do camera work. Oh and God. I started kind of like, for lack of a better word, pimping myself out to, to anyone that needed a cameraman. Yeah. So did, and, did uh, you yeah. feel like at that point that was rock bottom for you? It, I'd say it wasn't necessarily rock bottom. It was like, that was my point in my life where I was like, no, nah, I, I know yeah. what I should be doing. Yeah. I know, I know, I know what I need to be doing. Yeah. And, um, and, and this isn't it. So. And what goes yeah. through your head mentally when you, when you realize that you've had enough? Yeah. I think, I think, you know, my, my, mum, it's always been, you know, both my parents have, have said that they'd support me and my sister in anything that we want to do ever, no matter what it is. And, um, you know, no matter what the pay brackets are in it or the kudos, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always felt that, you know, but, but the biggest thing that they've always pushed constantly is, is to make to make make your hobby your job. You know, the thing, make the thing that you love your job because you ain't got enough time to be wasting, you know, your life on a job that you don't like. Yeah. And, and I still have that now, you know, I still bring, bring that now, you know, when people, people always say to me, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. So what, 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 what's the next step for you? What's the, what's the next thing? And to be totally honest, it's just whatever, whatever Feels right. seems fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like why, why would I be like, Oh, I don't want to do this. I'll, I'll do it because I think it'll do this for me. And this, 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 because life doesn't work out like that, you know, and, and it doesn't. And that's why, you know, I'm doing, you know, weekend best, you know, you came on the other day yeah. and it's, it's so much fun. And I just, I just get to hang out with my, my dad. You know, if, if I was to say to myself four years ago, Oh, you and old mate are going to have uh, a show together. My, you know, I'd go, oh, that's not cool or anything like that. And, but to be honest, we, I sat down with him and I was like, you know, my dad was so always so like, my dad's more conscious of my career than, than me. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad's like, you know, are, are you sure? Like, like you, you don't think like I'm gate crushing, like your oh. career and all this stuff. Like, are you sure, bro? I'll, I'll, it's your decision. We'll do what you want to do. And, um, and I said to him, I was like, dad, like, I, I, again, like how wicked would it be? Like when you're like, 
80 odd and <laughs> and I'm whatever and and you know I can say to to we can say to our family look we, this is a TV show we made together yeah. and uh you know say to my kids be like oh me and your granddad did a did did a did a show together and uh you know that's why that's why you know I'm doing things it's, yeah. it's just if it's fun well I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it there and I'm gonna call that part one so thank you so much now we're gonna do part two you gonna stay with me yeah let's do it small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.